As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Mimi, how are you doing this week? I'm good. It's been a pretty busy week for us with Disney Assembled. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because we've been recording these episodes and trying to do some, we did actually some research for this one. Yeah, we have some topics that needed a little looking into. Um, but we also had a really special event that happened earlier this week on Wednesday night, right? Where we went live with a great Disney YouTuber, YouTube channel, Pete McDivitt. And we want to send a very big thank you to Pete and all the people who joined live on his channel to listen to us for about an hour, right? Yeah. We're on a show. We had a great conversation with Pete. And um, yeah, so we want to thank Pete for having us on his show. And if you haven't seen the show yet, it's on his channel. So just do a YouTube search for Pete McDivitt, and we'll put a link to his channel in the show notes for this episode. Yes. Uh, But certainly check that out. And thank you, Pete. And thank you to everyone who joined in with Pete. Um, That was great for us because we started with like, 19 subscribers, subscribers to our YouTube channel. 50, yeah, I we're think. I think we're up over 40 now, which is really great. So we want to thank them for that. Who else do we want to thank this week before we get into our topic? Um, I don't know. Is there someone else? Well, how about our patrons over oh, on yeah, Patreon? Oh, yeah, patrons. I'm always thankful for you guys, so I didn't feel it we need a special announcement. But yeah, very thankful for the patrons, Adam, Brenda, and Andrew. And Danny. And Danny. Yeah, thank you guys for continuing to support the show. Uh, We put out another episode of Disney Reassembled, which is our patron-only episodes. So if you want to check that out and join them, go head on over to patreon.com slash disneyassembled and check that out. And we'll give you more information about that here at the end of the show. So we do want to thank all of you who've been supporting the show and This week, we're going to continue with sort of those spooky October themes. Last week, we shared some of our Disney parks fears that were real for us. Yeah. But this week, we want to do something a little different. Mimi, why don't you share with our friends what we're going to be doing this week? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be telling ghost stories or urban legends about um, spooky things that happened in the parks. And some of these are inspired by real things that that happened in the parks. Um, So, yeah, we're going to just... Talk about it. It's going to be really cool. Absolutely. Some urban legends, some some paranormal activity being reported in Disney parks. And again, some of these stories have a foundation in a real tragedy that happened in the parks. And we'll put links to all of these where we found them. them. Yeah, we'll put links to all this in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out yourselves, you can go ahead and do that. So this ought to be a lot of fun as we 
get closer and closer to Halloween. But before we get into today's topic, we need to have the Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi, did you know that a Disney princess was arrested by mistake this week? Oh, my gosh. Who? Well, they thought she was someone else. What? Someone Elsa. Yeah. Like, it was a mistake. I mean, that's they like, arrested her because they thought she was someone Elsa. That's kind of funny. All right. There you go. So if you guys want to submit that a Disney awful. dad joke, shoot us an email. Disney assembled at gmail.com with your Disney dad joke, and we'll be happy to include it in the show. And if you want to see all the Disney dad jokes of the week that we have used head on over to our website disneyassembled.com and click on the disney dad jokes link at the top so mimi let's jump into this topic because again we're in october it's the fall season it's kind of spooky um and so we thought we would do something and i haven't heard other podcasts do this yeah, right i haven't seen this anywhere so this is really cool what we've done is and let's compile some of these urban legends some of these Tales of paranormal, spooky activity in and yeah. around Disney parks. So uh, how do you want to begin? Do you want to just... I think we just jump right in. Jump right in? All right, yeah. let's do that. Okay, so the first one is... These don't really have titles. These are just what we decided to call them. So there's this one, and it's called uh, Man with the Cane. And basically, it's this old man, and he lives and, I guess, resides more like in the Haunted Mansion, and he is old, he has a top hat and a cane, and he rides dune buggies. Right, so the, as the, the, the legend goes, that from time to time, you there are cast members or people that have seen on photos, and this isn't one of those you know magic photos, like regular photos or security footage, where in the dune buggy near the uh, offloading area, supposedly, yeah. sometimes an old man appears sitting in the doom buggy with a cane and the top hat. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. I don't know, you know, if anyone's reported feeling like a presence with them or anything, but mm -hmm. I can just imagine, you know, if I'm a security person and I'm watching the security footage and I see this image of an old man with a cane sitting in the doom buggy, that would kind of creep me out. Yeah, definitely. That one's, that one's this kind one's of weird. Yeah, that one's weird. It's not really based on any, on any kind real of event tragedy, that may have yeah. happened, but just kind of something that some people have talked about over the years. And uh, so, yeah, we thought we'd include it in here. The man with the cane. All right. What's another one that we have? Um, we have George on Pirates of the Caribbean. And George was a construction worker, allegedly, during the construction of this ride. And he fell, like, you know, doing his job. And now he, he fell and died. And now there is a legend that he haunts the ride and just kind of makes sure that it's it's running smoothly. Right. Um, because he was putting it together and he never got to finish. Right. So. So as I was reading that article, there's no real they can't really find any sort evidence. of any evidence or any, you know, uh, reports that a man named George who was building the pirate ride. I think they were building the one in Florida. Mm -hmm fell and died but this is still a legend that goes on and and right people still talk about this and the way they so. read it some cast members supposedly either tell george hello or they tell george good night on the way out is sort of a sign of i guess respect or to keep the ride running because supposedly when the rides malfunction from time to time that they quote blame the ghost of george yeah for messing with the ride so this one's actually one of the more 
well-known urban legends, supposedly, right, from what we read. It's one of the more well-known ones that go that go around the park. So, yeah, George on Pirates of the Caribbean, if it breaks down while you're there, if the lights start blinking or whatever, maybe it's because the cast members didn't say hello to George that day. Yeah. All right. So the next one um, also doesn't really have – well, this one is different than George. This one doesn't have any kind of um, – Background, I think, and it's called the ladies or the wired hair lady, and they have wired hair, um, like you know, sparked uh, big hair, and they are seen over security cameras. They like tease the cameras. Um, this one I hadn't heard of before, and it doesn't really have any kind of background to it. Um, so I don't really know how I feel on this one. This is just a legend that um, uh, some cast members have seen these crazy ladies. Um, on the cameras. Right. And it's unclear about what attractions they see them yeah. on. Because on and one report, it was, I think it was the way you read it, it sounds like they were on pirates, kind of like George. But another one, it makes it sound like it was more about Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. So it's a little unclear. But again, security footage, this apparition of these wired haired ladies. Yeah. Sitting on the rides or hanging out by. Or like hanging like out. Like the, the, the area where you get off the ride. Yeah. Right? And so forth. It's kind of creepy. But again, that one, tr- too, not really based on any real life event. Just yeah, sort this of one a, just an urban legend. legend. An urban legend. So the yeah. next one um, is called Dolly. And Dolly was a little girl in 1984 who went to Disneyland for the first time. And she rode the Matterhorn. And she fell out of her seat and was hit by the... Uh, the next bobsled. The slide, next yeah. bobsled. I wanted to say toboggan. That's not the right word. It was hit by the bobsled after her. And so now that little dip where she fell towards the end of the ride is now called Dolly's Dip. Right. Um, and this one's actually of, based on a real event. It yeah, really this really happened. happened. This was a real tragedy back in, in 1984. Mm-hmm. Dolly was the girl's nickname. Um, and I think if you look up the look it up online, the real her name. real name is there. I can't quite remember what her real name was, unfortunately. But this one's actually based on... A real event that happened, yes. a real tragedy of a little girl whose seatbelt came unbuckled. She fell out of the Matterhorn and was hit and died. And, and she was hit and she died. And um, the rumor is that she walks the tracks, I think, around Dolly's Dip. I'm not totally sure what it was. I can't totally remember. Maybe yeah, that or cast members you know, can hear the voice of a little girl around that area. Or sometimes if the ride is malfunctioning around that area. Um, but they do... Uh, yeah, Dolly. Yeah, yeah, this is a real thing, and it's really sad. Um, but this one has more of a, a base to it as opposed to, like, the man with the cane or the ladies. Right. Um, but this is still, like, really sad. This yeah. is, like, you know. One of the things about this one that was so interesting when we read the article, again, I don't know how factual these articles were that we were reading. Yeah, but we saw but it on multiple articles, so it must there must be some kind of truth. Someone was talking about what it. What happened. To me, what made it really stick was that they actually they, – that they – called that area where the accident happened dolly's dip yeah so i i didn't know that until reading this article so i think i knew it was called dolly's dip or like there's a sign or something but i don't think i knew why um yeah so well we we feel terrible for what happened but yeah there's this is actually one that to me was really cool to read about because it was based on a real event as opposed to just you know legends yeah well, the next one is actually um, also based on a real person, Walt Disney. Yes. So there are a couple of things that Walt, it, Walt's ghost or apparitions of Walt it, are, are attributed to him. 
But the first one is one that's very well known in Disneyland when you look at Walt's apartment that the light, the lamp in Walt's apartment is always on, mm-hmm. right? So the way the legend goes that we were reading about the, the paranormal side of this yeah. is that when originally that the lamp was not always on and that someone had gone in there, a cast member had gone in there in the evening to turn it off or to clean the room up right yeah. and turn it off. And when they turned around after turning it off and tried to get out, the light came back on. Yeah. And so the person went back over there, turned it off, went to leave the room. The light came back on again. So the person went back to the lamp again and actually unplugged it and tried to walk away. And the light came on again. Yeah. And so the the legend, the the sort of the paranormal side of this is that Walt's ghost or Walt's presence wants the light to stay on because he's still here. As a matter of fact, also in the same article we read, the legend also stated that either that person who was responsible, that was trying to turn the light off, mm-hmm. um, may have even heard him say or voice say, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. which is why the light kept going on. So yeah. the light is left on now. They just leave it on all the time. And whether or not it's because this really happened yeah, or is not, not known. I've, but it's a really cool urban legend yeah. to go There's along with There's a lot with of the, weird urban legends about Walt Disney and his death and his body. But we're not going to get into that. This one was particularly really cool. I thought this one was interesting because I've seen in a lot of like the Imagineering story when they talk about, um, you know, Walt's office and how it's a tribute and how the light is always on to, you know, represent how Disney is never going to die or whatever. Like Disney keeps growing and changing. Right. Because the light never turns on or turns off. I'm sorry. Um, But I think this one has a this has a really cool twist to that story. And I think this I just think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. It is cool. And again, the story of Walt's lamp being on in his apartment in Disneyland is really cool. And having this story as a part of the explanation for that. Yeah, it just makes it even cooler. kind of cool story to hear during this time of year. The next one is also based more on an urban legend than a real thing, because I I couldn't find any hard evidence this really happened. Mm -hmm. But the legend goes, and this is in, I believe, Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Yeah. That a woman whose little boy had passed away, not at Disneyland, but somewhere else, right, Mm -hmm. had passed away, that she had brought his ashes he had she had had him cremated and brought his ashes on and and sprinkled them throughout on the on the haunted mansion right now i want to be clear i i think this is a, also an urban legend that goes mm-hmm. out that people do this all the time it is completely against the law to do this right yeah, to so sprinkle ashes in Disney. and i'm sure some people may have tried to do this either on a pirate ride or a boat ride where they can just put it in the water or whatever which is, i don't know how respectful it is of the dead but it is highly illegal. Disneyland does not let you bring the remains of people yeah. into the park to sprinkle in the park, right? But the urban legend here is that this woman did this and that now, from time to time, the little boy can be heard crying for his mother at the end of the ride because yeah. she left the ride when it was over but left him behind, Yeah, right? And so the legend is that sometimes cast members can hear the cries of a young boy as he's crying for his mother at the end of the ride. So that one was kind of creepy. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is Debbie Stone and in the innovations building, there was a uh, show, I guess um, called America sings. And um, Debbie Stone was an 18 year old hostess who got crushed between the turning theater walls 
1974. Um, and now there is a, um, yeah, she was crushed between the walls in 74 and she died. And now there was a legend um, from until 88, I think, is when it closed. Yeah, somewhere in the mid-80s. Yeah, somewhere in the mid-80s, um, America Sings closed. But up until that point, um, when a cast member or uh, another person would get too close to the walls, um, you would you could hear a voice say, don't get too close or be careful. Right. Um, and uh, visitors thought it was just part of the ride, right? Or like part of the attraction to keep them safe. But cast members were like, this is weird. Right. Um, so they think it was Debbie Stone. And then unfortunately, the show closed in the mid 80s. Um, and so I don't think you see that anymore. But um, this is a really cool um, story about right. what they think happened. To so Debbie the Stone. America Sings show was in the innovations building. Yeah. Right. And it had the moving walls and some other pieces. And unfortunately, this cast member, Debbie Stone, was caught and was crushed to death. Um, and that's the, the legend is that now Debbie's ghost, when they, not now, like up until when the building and the show was closed, that Debbie's ghost would warn people about the walls so that they wouldn't get injured. Fun fact about the America Sings show, the animatronics that were used for America Sings were reused as part of the closing scenes and other scenes throughout Splash Mountain. They had all those animatronics still there. When the show closed, they wanted to put them to good use. And they were used on Splash Mountain. Cool. So, but this is one that is based on a real event. This uh, Debbie was a real cast member who really had a tragic accident yeah. that killed her on the job at Disney. Okay, so you can talk about the last one. I want to talk about this one. So this is the Tower of, Tower of Terror Ghost. And um, the backstory is um, sometime, I think in the 80s, a bellhop cast member a cast member member, who works as a bellhop um was loading people onto the ride in the bay area they used to call delta before it was um gardens of the galaxy right um and this cast member died fell and had a heart attack and he had he passed from this heart attack and um from now on uh you can you can see him Cast members have reported seeing him like in the ride riding it uh, during maintenance. There's a maintenance security video of uh, this shadowy figure popping up behind him and then again to his right. Um, the music also could fade in and out randomly and they think it's the ghost. And then the lights flicker too right. um, that are off uh, pattern because right. like the lights flicker in there naturally. Right. But um, like it's part of the show, but it would be unnatural to have that kind of flicker. And so people think that it's, it was this um, cast member who passed and from a heart attack. And this one's particularly creepy because we did watch, there's a video like we saw on YouTube and there is an actual video security video or video in the ride of the maintenance work or doing routine maintenance, which is actually even without the ghost was really interesting because Mm -hmm. he's there with his notebook and a pen and he's, in the, he has to actually having, ride it. And he's having like no fun at all. He's right, just he's like just writing it like, down. Compl- and he's just literally not even. Right. He's like rising No and impact falling. at all about the ride yeah. and taking notes on how everything's working. So he took his hat off because his hat kept flying up <laughs> as he was dropping, but it literally had no expression on his face. I guess he's ridden it so many times that it doesn't bother him whatsoever mm-hmm. to be on there. But the video we saw, there were moments where it looked like a ghostly apparition appeared behind him 
and on his and next to him mm-hmm. on a couple of times. And so, as Mimi said, the legend is perhaps this cast member who passed away on the job of a heart attacks ghost is still hanging around enjoying the ride. Yeah. I think we have two more actually, because there was one that I remember about security footage all over Disneyland. We can get to that one maybe last, but the next one involves the monorail. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the way this legend goes, and this one too was based on an actual event that in 1966, a 19-year-old boy tried to break into Disneyland to do one of the grad night events because they used to, and maybe they still do, I don't know, but Disneyland used to host grad nights and they would invite graduate, high school graduates or whatever, you know, to come and enjoy Mm -hmm. the park after hours, right? Well, the story goes, the boy tried to get in. He was on the monorail track, running down the track where Cast members were warning him, do not run, get down from there, get down, don't, don't do that. It's not safe. It's not safe. And a monorail hit him and actually drug him on the track for a number of feet. And the boy unfortunately passed away. The legend goes, though, that the ghost of that boy can still be seen by monorail drivers and cast members late at night, some nights, still seeing his ghostly appearance running. Yeah, down walking the down the tracks. Right. That's really creepy. If I was riding the monorail, if I was, you know, in the pilot seat and it looked like somebody was on track, I don't know, that would creep me out. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. All right. I think we have one more that we were able to find. And this one involves some security footage. Do you remember this one where yeah. there was a bunch of cameras? I didn't write really this one set down. up all over Disneyland, right? It was in almost. Yeah. All over New Orleans Square. All right. around the little um, area that's New Orleans Square. Right. And um, so the legend goes that you can see some ghosts uh, walking around New Orleans Square. Um, but everyone was kind of, you know, skeptical. And then they saw this this footage. And so it's four security cameras. And we'll link it down in the description. You guys have to go watch it yourself. It's it's so crazy. But um, it's this ghost man literally just walking through through New Orleans Square. On the paths. On the paths. It's so strange. And you're and like, it's oh, after hours. There's no one there's in no the There's no one park. around. And so you're like, oh, this is just light. But it's on all the cameras and the angles match up for this guy to be walking. And so people think that it's Walt right. taking people, a stroll. People think maybe it's Walt taking a stroll or Roy mm-hmm. or somebody else. But yeah, because when the when the image moves from one camera to the other, the the whatever is moving it looks like a, a ghost image, like a, a light sort of ghost, but it looks like someone walking. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like, like a shiny light. Like, cause someone might say, well, that's like a firefly or a bug flying across the screen. No, but, like, but it looks like there's, you can see like legs moving. Yeah. And it goes from one camera to the other. Cause, to the next. Cause the camera doesn't move. And the move. angles line up too. Right. Because so like if I'm walking forward in the next camera, he's walking the same direction, but his back is facing me. Right. And so that would make sense. Right. That would make sense. And so it's this one's really particularly creepy. Yeah, this one um, was really good. And again, we'll have a link in the show notes. If you want to check it mm-hmm. out yourself, you can check that out. Well, I think that's all the creepy urban legend paranormal Disneyland tales we were able to uncover. So if you guys are out there listening and you have a spooky Disneyland paranormal story that we didn't mention, Go ahead and send it to us. We'd love to see it. We'd love to read about it because I found these to be pretty interesting. Maybe I won't find them interesting during like Valentine's Day season, but during Halloween season, these are really interesting. 
So Mimi, why don't you share with our friends how they can get in touch with us and follow us online? Yeah. Okay. So they can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. You can also send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com. Um, if you want to support the show in a further manner than that, there is T Public, tpublic.com to search up Disney Assembled. We've got t-shirts, mugs, masks, all the important stuff. Um, there's also Patreon. For $5 a month for first tier, you will get the exclusive Disney Reassembled episodes that I lead. Um, last week, we put out an episode where we talked about the Disneyland Stroll um, series, miniseries um, that we did back in the day. Yeah, way back. You also might want to consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's just Disney Assembled. Um, Pete McDivitt helped out a lot with our subscribers over there. I think we jumped almost 30 subscribers. Um, so again, shout out to Pete. Thank you so much for that. Um, we are going to start uploading on our YouTube soon. Yeah, we got some good plans for our YouTube channel to do short videos, but mm -hmm. fun videos. But video is not our thing. We're really struggling with the technical side of doing videos. So, yeah. Yeah. But we, we can't wait to get stuff up there on yeah. our YouTube channel. But everything that I just said is available and simpler on our website, DisneySymbol.com. If you just head over there, everything will be there as well as other episodes and the dad jokes from those episodes. Sure. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, we would love if you would be so kind to leave us a five-star rating and write a little review. You know, we, we love reading reviews. They are so motivating for us and... You know, I know when we get a new one, we get so excited to be able to share it on the air. And we've got a few, right? We've got, you know, close to 20 reviews out there, which is really good. But we could use some more. So if you're enjoying the show, we'd really appreciate if you just take a minute or two, drop by that Apple podcast, shoot us a five-star rating, and write a review. Well, Mimi, that one was pretty good. That was fun and interesting. And we have to get ready for our, I think we have one more October episode to come out and it's a big one because it's, yes. it's the one we've been working on for a little while we have to work on a little bit more today and uh, that one should be a lot of fun so I guess I guess that'll do for this week yep alright guys and until next time see, see you real soon, soon.